Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life like soup recipes. You guys, what's your favorite soups? This is I mean, this is the part of the show that I don't prepare people for. Guys, what's your favorite <laughs> soups? Well, I actually make soups every other day for a living. So You do. Good... What's your favorite soup that you make? Um, I mean anything with curried cauliflower. You okay, you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> oh, you a cauliflower hater? We can no longer be friends. I'm sorry. They're just little fart clouds. I don't need that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're a little Fart cloud bullshit. I don't need this. Oh my god. god. Damn it. Well, you know what? We had a good friendship while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I, yeah, there was there was always there was gonna it, it was too good to to to, to last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was gonna be something, and we yeah. should have known from the get-go it was gonna be soup. <laughs> um Rebby, what's your favorite soup? What's your favorite soup, Ravi? I'm 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 this is not letting this just be a three-second bit. <laughs> I want to talk about soups. Uh, I'm going to be stereotypically Scottish and say Cullen Skink. Wait, I can I can never remember what's in Cullen Skink. It's like a quite a creamy soup with like potato and herring. Okay, you've also chosen wrongly. I didn't know before this moment that there were wrong answers to the thing that I said, but there certainly is, and it's both of your things, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Sarah, please save this retro podcast. Okay, you um, should be. There's a soup. Uh, judging. There's a soup that I make that has a lot of beans and tomatoes. And, this is good. Um, spinach in it, and Ooh. you use vegetable broth to make the um, spinach stand out. And then um, I have to add like chunks of ham or sausage to get my daughter to eat it. Just, like bribe her <laughs> with pork products to get her to eat the vegetable part. But it's really good. Okay. So you and your daughter are correct. Well done. We found yes. the right answer for this podcast, you heinous bastards. Um, <laughs> I would also have accepted my favorite soup that I did make last night, and hence why the topic for this beginning part is soup. Um, I made uh, French onion soup, which is the best soup. It's the best soup. Oh, my God. After the, um, after, yeah, that just makes me think of amnesty. So, yeah, that makes me happy. Aw. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's all about amnesty. Aw, I will die for a French onion soup. I forgot how easy it was. Also, it's one of my favorite things because you get to look at, like, wartime foods. You're like, oh, France. In the wartime, they're like, what do we have? We've got onions. We've got, like, castile bread. we got little bits of cheese. Why don't we make this beautiful culinary dish that people still love today? Fucking Britain went out and, like, oh, we put uh, milk in with a bit of bread, and now it is a dessert. Uh, we <laughs> fucked up so hard. French onion soup is, like, super cheesy, right? Is that a thing? No, no, no. It, well, it's just, it's literally just, uh, you caramelize onions, you put in some, like, beef mm. stock, uh, and then just on top you have a cut of bread, normally a baguette, um, and you put, uh, <laughs> you, like, melt some gruyere on top of that, um, and then plonk it on top. Uh, it's not super cheesy, it's just got, like, yeah, it's just got a little bit, a little bit of a, little bit of a cheese, cheese on bread sitch okay, on top. Cool. It's yeah, that'd be very... easy for me to make then. Cause I, oh, yeah. it's so easy. Yeah, cool. Right? It's endlessly easy. It's just, oh, it's, it's very good. good. Anyway, the stupid podcast that we do that's not about soup. Guys, do you want to start a soup podcast? Can it be yes. now? Can we just do kind this? Of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, we'll see. Okay. This is our challenge. We have to relate back to soup as many times as humanly possible in this one podcast. Are you going to put a counter up? Uh, yes. <laughs> this audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> just be like my soft voice in the background going 11 11 soup references yep. uh, we'll make it work uh, but yeah this week we have with us our angel boy Alfred Clark oh it's me hello <laughs> we have the beautiful and elusive Robbie McLeod hello we have our podcast mom Sarah Meaden hello and we have me as your host Is May Hutton so this week we're talking about soup and also split pea because that's a kind of soup. Split peeing the party. No, that's uh, 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 Never mind. 
Splitting the pea. It, it works. Splitting the pea. Kind of. Oh, that is splitting the pea. Ooh, it does still sound like a piss thing, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's my only worry that we're me- mixing up our soup and piss metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're talking about all the all the splitting the party things. When you're supposed to do it, when not to do it. Why all the players always do it, even though it's so. Like, what are, what are the big jokes that happens in? Essentially, every single D&D session is like, oh, what if we split the party? Because it's an endlessly bad bad idea. But everyone does it. Why does this happen? (laughs) (laughs) We have to go into like a psychological thing for this, but eh, I'm down. I want to... Like, I want to say that it's it's usually, like, you know, that there's usually good reasons. But I then I remember, like, it, like even the first dungeon I ran was, like, there were, you know, that you went into a room. And then there were three there were three different ways you could go. And rather than going down one of them altogether, they, everyone was immediately like, well, how do we divide five by three? Okay, you go with two, <laughs> two there, two there, and I'll go down here. What? No. You know, I, I I told you about the bones and like the scary noises, right? What's going on? <laughs> I, t- I telegraphed the problems. <laughs> why is it uh, why is it so over leveled in this one when we split up? What? <laughs> that like yeah, I feel like one of the most annoying things is when when they split the party and you've done some like nice leveled fights for everyone. But you can't use those leveled fights now because there's only two instead of thirteen of them, and it's bad. This why is why can't I don't you use them. Oh, okay, yes, no, sorry, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I was, I was speaking to endless sadists. Yeah, I mean, I'm a hundred percent on Sarah's side here. I would just it use the exact same fights. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's a choice they made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, as a mom. Choices have consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your children die. It's cool. How will they learn so- not to split the t- party if you don't torture them for splitting the party? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what? Robbie's like, now I remember this. why I don't come on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because this is the stuff that you show to court when they're doing a custody case. Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, like, so uh, I, uh, yeah, okay. To be fair, I can't say anything about it because I I end up, like, leveling down the fights. And my party's always split. So maybe I just have to show them through the force of uh, them dying. Yeah. Why would you, why would you rebalance? I just, I just, I just would never, ever do that. I would just... No, no. But also, I mean, I think, like... If if play, I'm, I'm I'm kind of in the camp of people who don't. I don't really balance encounters very much. Like you know, I kind of eyeball it. But <laughs> I mean, if people take on a big, if if it's really tough, then th- there are plenty of options that people have other than just like hitting it until they fail and die. <laughs> <laughs> like usually, usually people will figure out that. They can run away or they can You're move around. Re- and whenever Alfred, parties look look me look me in my eyeballs, Alfred. Look me deep in the eyeballs. <laughs> How many times have your players been like, I'm good. I think I'll leave this encounter. How many times? Look, I mean, you only have to kill them once. <laughs> And then you have a, then from then on you're all good. It takes care of itself. I, uh, I feel compelled to report that in our game yesterday, which I am not DMing, I am a player in, we actually decided to run away. Ooh. Nice. Which, I mean that's like time. that's like a D squad goals, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean we decided Just to everyone retreat. Mutually giving up. I think I remember I think it was one time in one of your campaigns, Robbie, that I think I remember we were very, very outmatched. We were like, we should run. And then half of us started running away. And then a couple of people were like, no, we can keep going. <laughs> we just, yeah. we just yeah. went back in, but a couple of people just skipped their turn and just skipped a lot of damage. Absolutely. It was bad. <laughs> that, that happens. I, th- you see that You see that in like critical role as well. And like all over the place, people do that. It's so funny. <laughs> Like everyone oh. will, di- everyone will like discuss out of character as well. Like we should run, right? Yeah, we should retreat, yeah. and then it'll go two turns down, and then like so we're like, no. <laughs> it's like, mm, how about no though? But <laughs> I keep doing this. I changed my mind. <laughs> I oh, think it's also people. an area where like the personalities certain characters have 
can kind of be a bit of a warning sign going forward <laughs> of potential yeah. splitting of the party. Like um, DMing for a group that has a sneaky rogue who will sometimes sneak off on his own and end yeah. up dead. Um, sometimes. That compared to some other players who are very more, let's talk about everything we're going to do and meet it with like full strength. It kind of leads to certain splits in the party quite naturally. <laughs> Yeah, sure. yeah, and it, it's it, it is fun to see the people that are very anti-splitting the party just watching as their friends walk off and <laughs> deeply regretting all of their decisions in life. <laughs> That's fun for me. Does anyone have any like nightmare splitting the party stories? I am also again looking directly in your eyeballs, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple. <laughs> I think generally I'm super in favor of splitting the party as the dm yeah like oh yeah forcing the party to split i think is such a useful yeah. tool um, oh yeah yeah it's it's more the kind of <laughs> unpredictable <clears throat> so the, <laughs> the i think the the specific case isme is referring to is uh -huh. at the end of an adventure we had um they'd been they'd teleported to like another country and like come back and they'd survived these encounters and they came up with this plan in the morning they were going to split the party two ways um to pursue two separate but related goals um so all they had to do was have a long rest and then go in the morning do um the thing. so as they all settle down for their snooze one of the characters uh decides he's going to actually sneak out and try and bust someone out of prison um, while everyone else is asleep. Uh, As one does. He... Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm not sure how much detail to give on the story. It could be quite a long one. Um, yeah, but... it like I feel like, suffice it to say, every single role that was made was <laughs> toilet garbage. <laughs> Highlights include him trying to jump from the roof of one building to the roof of the prison and mm -hmm. failing his role and splatting into the side of uh, yep, yep, yep. The, the prison. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there's there was a protest going on and he decided to kill a guard to distract yes, yes, people, yes. which then <laughs> led the to a riot. Best distraction, of course. And... Then which went yeah, quite well, deciding... as I remember, weirdly. But <laughs> yeah, then him deciding with that riot going on, with the increased security, that the thing he'd do is run into the prison and start mm -hmm. letting people out. There were only about two people in the prison, um, <laughs> and that yeah, he got his head cut off. Long and short of it, he got his head well, cut yes. off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. See? Consequences. <laughs> Decisions that were made. You know what? It was it was kind of the ultimate uh go and sit in the corner. Uh which is nice. <laughs> well you make your new character sheet. <laughs> yeah. So dumb shit like that happens when they decide to split the party. Um do uh, either Sarah or Alfred, do either of you have any nightmare split the party scenarios? I don't think I have any nightmare scenarios yeah like it's right. always like it's always manageable or it's like within a dungeon setting and i don't design i don't usually design dungeons that like are super difficult to like if you get into trouble you can run back the way you came usually uh or you can like shout and then the other people will hear you and be there after a couple tents i can't really think of any either but i feel that's me just going oh yeah you can definitely split the party when my players uh, suggest it and they fear me when I say stuff like that. <laughs> so, rightly so. Rightly so. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I, I did force them in one game because we did the balance arc to split the party. And I mean, nobody died, but they weren't very happy with me because we did the Wonderland arc and uh, they were miserable for a while. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's a good role into because, yeah, uh, Robbie, you mentioned it as well. Like, one, one of the things that I did want to talk about, because it's also something that I love doing, it's forcing the party to split, because fuck them, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, just like just like going over like reasons why you would split the party yourself and why it is the dopest thing on the world. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm going to jump in there with the first thing, the most important thing. It's great for when everyone is a rat bastard and doesn't have the same schedules. <laughs> And you don't know when you're going to be able to play next because less people yes. means less having to deal with everyone's individual schedules, which is ah, chef's kiss good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I always do that when we when I know that we're going to have a giant hiatus between sessions uh, mm. and you can have do a this is what these people are doing. And then next time you, you do what the other people were doing. So you have to contend with like less of having to deal with like the one person that's not going to be able to make it. So no one can play for a couple of weeks. Um, and like it, when it alternates between the people, it's nice to have a little split party session so that you, you can just manage smaller groups and then you're not just quitting D&D for a month at a time, which is a nightmare that we always have to endure. Mm. Yep. That's a really nice idea. You know, yeah, it ends up working pretty well, especially yeah, if you if you don't want to deal with everyone's schedules. I just don't. I hate people doing things. I mean, I'm often <laughs> the person that has to do things and can't play, but I hate when other people do it. <laughs> when I know it, it's fine. Yeah, it's a good tool for like individual backstory development with players yeah. too or characters. Um, doing like little interludes with them that aren't necessarily a full session, but you can just pull one or two of them out and be like, okay, we're kind of in between quests right now. Uh, what are you guys doing? Or alternately have something prepared that pulls in something from their backstory, which is super helpful for if you're going to call that splitting the party because the rest of the party is just not there. Yeah. No, that that's a really good one for yeah doing doing little character moments, especially if it's maybe with people that don't in the party interact as much. Kind of making yeah. them have a little aside moment where it's like, oh look, now you guys have to bond. <laughs> yeah, have you have you had it, like what have you had any like really good successes with doing that? Not with two people bonding, but it kind of led to it in game later because of what happened. I wrote a one off for it's just like a 45 minute session for one of my players and i knew they really like whiskey so i sent them <laughs> to a distillery Ooh. and um, where they met a friend who is not who is an npc and just drank and like told stories but then he had connections that the other players didn't have because you know he could he had an inn at this distillery and so then they were interested in going there and we had another player who also likes whiskey. So that like caused a bond between them that wasn't there before. And it affected their <laughs> character relationship, which was Aww. cool. Bonding over alcohol is um, just my university experience. So that's fun. <laughs> or soup. God damn it. I forget to relate it back to soup. Damn it. Oh, fuck. Can I just keep doing my split pee joke? That's the only one I've got. <laughs> I'll look up different soups. Fucking give me a minute. I'll like you guys talk about D and I'll look up soups that I can it's do fine, fun it's fine. jokes. You just with. have to. You just have to collect all of the, your discarded like joke parts and then just pop them all together in some boiling water and you get a nice broth. There's a hey! good place for a soup. Yeah, that, work. that works. That works. Borscht is a oh. soup. I've heard the word, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Mine is listing tzatziki as a soup. I don't think that's a soup. Isn't that a sauce? Some of these are not helpful. How do I just casually slip cream of broccoli into conversation? <laughs> Damn it! This is where I'm having issues. Ooh, I got one. Okay, I'm gonna save it. It's Emily level. Okay. Just be prepared. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, uh -oh. We'll, we'll have to. We'll have to like do other talking. I guess. What will we talk about in the meantime? Maybe D and D. Alfred, who knows? Go tell your story. Yeah, Alfred. Tell us. Tell us your stories. Um. I'm excited for just in the middle of it, Sarah being like gazpacho. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. We, we were talking about just using like split party time to dig into. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, more individual stuff. It's it's a nice yeah it's a nice idea. You can really get into you can you can get into some proper. You can really get into the meat of D and D. You can really stop all the messing around and <laughs> dig into your proper. <laughs> 
There's got to be a soup joke are here. Are you trying Come to on. get soup? Yeah, I was like, are you desperately <laughs> trying to get soup? Let's stop messing around with all your other bullshit. It you can really get to, it. to the chowder. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's not <laughs> that wasn't it. You can really chow it down. That wasn't oh. it. Okay, that was just a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Fuck Christ. Oh, but yeah, Robbie, what do you like? Why do you, why do you like splitting the party? Like forcing forcing that party split. I, it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, yes. I think if you watch a lot of like ensemble kind of TV or film, it's something you notice quite a lot as well. Like the example that immediately comes to mind is Community. Like, you'll have oh, yeah. episodes where, like, everyone's kind of hanging out with the people they usually hang out, and then it's like, and now we've got an episode where Jeff hangs out with Shirley, and we're going to see what that character dynamic is like, Like, yeah. and oh my goodness, it's amazing. Um, and you see it with stuff like Firefly as well, I think, and I think that's one of the things for me where it's like, cool, here are members of this group that maybe don't see eye to eye all the time, what kind of thing could cause them to see eye to eye or what kind of thing could they be working together on or what does it look like if we take them out of their comfort zone and put them somewhere else gives like some nice little dynamics things to everyone's characters which is good i think yeah Mm. i I feel like one of the main good things about splitting the party is yeah you get like those nice little character moments and they don't necessarily have to be really like long or like you don't have to be doing like like four hour sessions on it it can just be like a nice quick one-off where they go and have like a nice drink and do a bar brawl (sighs) or some shit like that and that's good i very recently uh as in like last week uh did a split the party thing where i started the the party split up which was always really fun because like it it makes makes them need to kind of like find their way back to one another and uh it I don't know, give, gives two kind of perspectives on the same thing, I think. Because I just did a... Oh, I'm not gonna... I, like, I, I have to give props to... I cannot remember for the life of me who it was. It might have been you, Alfred. But someone definitely on this podcast um, mentioned the, the grog of substantial whimsy at one yes. point. And it is the best thing in this world. I did an entire hangover session and it was fucking choice like i was crying from beginning to end because it was so funny um it was very good i just want to i just want to like i think at one point we need to talk about uh like dumb chuckle fuck campaign ideas or like episode ideas um because this was Mm. the best thing that i've ever done it was so fucking funny uh what is this i definitely wasn't the person who Oh, you were so the the graph of substantial whimsy is a item that someone came up with, and it's essentially a table that you roll a d one thousand, which I took to be that you roll the um, the units on the on the d ten. So yeah, you roll a d ten, and that gives you your hundreds. Then you roll your d hundred to have like the uh, your fucking tens in your units and it gives you it gives you like a whole bunch of different status effect kind of things and it's so fucking good it's so good it's um so the ones that we got were uh like i decided to instead of make it a grog because like it's supposed to be like a a alcohol item that you can buy like a soup it's the soup of substantial whimsy it's our new thing that we came up with here at substantial whimsy substantial whimsy whimsy. whimsy. (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna i don't care if this is the least funny thing we've ever done i'm gonna make it happen (laughs) somewhere in nebraska Emily's heart just swelled a little bit. Or she's just endlessly sad that we're butchering her art. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this One is or the also other. true. But yeah, it's it's supposed to be like, yeah, a drink you can buy. Um, and when you finish it, you get a random status effect. But I just made it like a cup so you can fill it with water or whatever and can drink from it. And now it's just an item that they have because why the fuck not? If they want to give themselves interesting character traits... So be it. Uh, it's got uh, such good things as um, one of my characters was able to, once a get day, give their intelligence score to a random animal that they touch. Um, and that's how oh, they wow. got 
two cow followers um, that they instantly fell in love with because I gave them a sweet little voice. And now they've kept this cow and the cow is their best friend. Uh, It also has more weird and terrible thing like it's there's some things that have like not really a lot of substantial benefit like you're covered toe to tip in leopard spots every time you sleep you wake up on a pile of cabbages that you just grew underneath you my cabbages Uh, cabbage cabbage soup oh god okay Uh, That was nothing. That was just me screaming the words cabbage soup, but (laughs) form that into a joke. Hey, future editing is me. Make that funny. Cabbage soup. And yeah, there are some kind of generally awful ones, like uh, awful but funny of there's just like a party member that you can't see. Like everyone else can see them, but you just can't. You can't see them. (laughs) Uh, One of my friends got uh, one of his character status effects was everyone just like all all the people in the party anyone that just met him just automatically assumed or in some people's cases knew that they uh killed their parents um and he got rid of it by the like i gave them the chance to either keep their powers or get rid of them and he was like okay i'm getting rid of them because like imagine imagine this scenario we go to a town the guards see me they're like yeah that looks like a guy that killed his fucking parents <laughs> i was like that's fair you know what terrible effect um but it's absolutely excellent i forgot why this related to splitting the party yeah no idea <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, because we started them split up. Um, yeah, I started them split up so that they would get kind of different um, angles on the situation that they were in um, so that they would have different clues to go to their next location and kind of get together and work out what they were supposed to do next, uh, which, were, which worked really well because then you can get them having separate information and then come together and collaborate, stop, collaborate, and listen. And that's really fun. It's fun seeing people take their their point of view of what the situation is and then kind of work out using the other people that are there that have no idea what they went through and kind of splicing them together to work out the full story. <sighs> uh, what Does anyone else have like any other like benefits of splitting the party? It can be fun in terms of leveling because like our group's quite a big one seven so six players so when all of them are at level 11 there's a chunk of the monster manual you can't super use with them but when you narrow them down to one or two folk it's a lot easier to fuck with them that is a fucking excellent point that is an endlessly excellent point (laughs) because yeah we, we were talking one point about doing a an episode on uh, high-leveled campaigns and what the fuck you can do with them when essentially you have a group of unkillable gods. Because it'll happen someday and it'll happen to you before you realize it. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the, the monster manual is just kind of half-useless to you, which is not great. <laughs> but yes, but make, it, make them into littler littler chunks does make it... It's more, more bite-sized chunks in a chunky soup. Uh huh. Yep. You gotta have those. You gotta have those bite-sized chunks. I fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it, you guys. Oh God. You gotta chew pino on them into uh to easily usable sections. What oh, was that? I got as flat as. It's it's gonna animal? take me a while to food process that joke. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to call this episode because here's my problem. We e- I either need to come up with a very good soup pun for the title or I just need to call it this episode isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a soup pun then in brackets this episode is not funny. But we're in too deep now. Like we're what? Fucking like half an hour through recording. We have to yep. stick with this. I can't yep. cut around it. Yep. <laughs> Shit. I think we should definitely take stock. Oh, <laughs> you got it. Okay, okay, we're bringing, turning it around, turning around. Someone yeah. do something else funny, please. We took like an 80 degree turn back to the road. We're back. That was what? Good. Was that a soup pun? No, or no. Was that just you I'm saying just... things? Also an 80 degree turn. Yeah, like we were going directly away from the road. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm just saying numbers. 
slightly <laughs> less than a direct right or left hand turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're just going parallel now to the topic. Yeah, yeah. We're just kind of like going off the road a little bit, or trying to get back to the road, but we don't know where it is. We're, we're lost we're on the road path. Oh, Come on, there has to be so something. Much. <laughs> okay, thanks. Like we're. <laughs> Uh, Shredded chicken tortilla soup. I I'm looking up names of soups, and none of them are imaginative. We've got like five that have actual names that to, are not just the ingredients. It's hard to bouillabaisse jokes on soup types. Nah. Uh, but um, wait. When Emily's here, and we, why do we always have these episodes when we come up with like a pun thing, and Emily's never on them? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, d- look. I'm just gonna look. I'm just gonna low key text Emily and <laughs> be like, "Hey, can you just like come up really, really quick with a list of soup puns? Mm-hmm. That would be a ah, choice. That'd be it's because we're trying to fill the, the hole that she leaves when she's not on the like, on the chat. The, like, uh, like I was trying to come up with like a funny joke about you know those like those like s- strainer spoons that you use for soup but there's nothing there there's nothing there I cannot... this is the worst day of my life because i'm actively trying yeah. to think of puns even though i hate them in my heart and my soul anyway what are we doing this funny the party me, fuck me me so over <laughs> soup puns oh, oh! <laughs> that's great that's great keep that energy <laughs> okay, I got a question yes. that is not soup related. Do you ever have trouble bringing your split party back together? That is a very excellent question. How do you save your party soup? And then just soup. <laughs> um, I just, I'm just remembering from the last campaign that we, we did together all together when we did a giant party split that mm. involved going to different ends of a an island like a yep. big i like a big ass island and also uh several days passing in between yeah. so getting back together was terrifying yeah that was a bit tricky but i was helped by the drama of one of the characters dying <laughs> i could kind of say oh it will take you this amount of time to reach the temple knowing that the other half of the party was on their way to that town at that moment <laughs> It kind of yeah. fell into place okay. quite fortunately for me um, because someone died. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like maybe it did work out oddly well having the kind of just a lot of days passing in between because no matter how long one group took, you could just be like, oh, it takes you the amount of time that the other guys will take to get back to, so you can meet up. It's f- whatever. Don't Definitely, worry about yeah. it. It was very much giving myself breathing space. <laughs> like, I had vague kind of uh, travel distances kind of figured out, but like, it was fairly easy once I knew how long each respective group had taken in their tasks. Um, it was easy enough to give the group that had been a little quicker um, some setbacks on that journey so that they arrived <laughs> kind of around the same time and so that they were visible to each other in the sea. For for me, for bringing, thing, for bringing people back together when there's been a split the party scenario, a lot of it is just kind of me dead ass staring them in the eyes and being like, look, suspend that disbelief or babies, you're never going to meet up ever again. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, just, like, it doesn't matter what the fucking roadmap of the city that they've gone to opposite ends of and is looks like in your head. As soon as they've split the party, God sweet help you. One path is going to cross the other at the exact right moment so that they can actually see each other again. Otherwise, they will ne- like they don't have mobile phones. How do how do people in the olden days do it? Just died on the side of the road, I guess. I say the <laughs> olden days. Uh, if, if my mother heard me say that, she would punch me in the face. <laughs> full on. Oh wait, she'd full on butternut squash me is that anything is that a thing is that any is that a soup pun you can get butternut squash soup sure she full on roast roasted roast you roast roast roasted, squash roasted roast you roasted 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 roast peanut and squash you things what 
We nailed I hate it. To be, I hate to be a diner, but I think your previous jokes were superior. Oh, nice. see, this is where we're going wrong. We've got so much, we've got so much like leeway with just the word soup. <laughs> yeah. and I'm trying not to just use the soup things. Also, Emily's fired. I, <laughs> she's, she's asleep and not giving me puns. <laughs> fired. Fired as hell. I think she's at work. <laughs> But yeah, Sarah, you were saying that you were having problems bringing them back together. My main problem is the whatever group has the rogue in it, the rogue <laughs> always convinces whoever he's or she's with to not share the information that they've gained with the other half oh, of the God. party and instead oh, keep it as an God. advantage. How and did I, I not see this as something we need to talk about? Yes, okay, yeah, continue, but oh my god. I mean, some that's just, this has happened multiple times. So sometimes I can come up with a legitimate way to give the other part of the party this information, but sometimes it's just railroading too much and taking the agency yeah. away from them. And so I, I just wanted to feel not alone in this, like, no. or if you guys had any good advice since it's all about my show i hear yeah okay no now that you mentioned that that is an excellent thing that we definitely needed to talk about huh because like i don't know about you guys rogues man and like even sometimes not rogues my my main okay you know in a drama-esque television show when it's gone for like a couple of seasons and by like the fourth season you just have to look at all the characters and be like okay you're lying to like your significant other or your best friend or your family for the 5,000th time and every time in the past they found out about your lies they found out about the things that you've never told them and they get mad how at this point are you have you not learned your lesson that's like me with every D&D player ever (laughs) share your info you rat bitches (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can only get so far, like, and have so many places where you can, say, roll a deception check, because, like, if they come in, and there's not an opportunity for the other half of the party to say, did you guys, like, they don't think, what what information did you gather? It's just like, oh, good, we're all not dead, because we split the party. But yeah, yeah. you can't be like, oh, you didn't say anything. Roll a deception check. <laughs> I feel that so hard because, like, yeah, I, I think normally, normally when I've had party, the party split up, and when they get back together, one ha- like both halves halves of the party really want to know what the other half has been doing. A lot of the time, because uh, I keep hinting at them what that the other people are up to something really interesting, so they at <laughs> least get a little suspicious. <laughs> When they get back together, like, oh, we had a delightful time where nothing happened. We had cherries <laughs> in an orchard and it was delightful. <laughs> so that that's Ismay's advice. Just when they, when they split the party, just drop hints to the other half being like, just you wait until you hear because then they'll want to know and they'll press. They'll press so hard. You know that part in the animated Grinch movie when he gets like the evil grin on his face and the little two things on his head? Like curl, yes. and he gets real. I just that just happened to me because I just thought of something, and I can't <laughs> believe I've never thought of it before. I want so to sad. make whoever's withholding information to roll consecutively higher DC endurance checks for the weight of the guilt of not sharing with their party. <laughs> 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 oh, that's nice. so good, actually. And. I mean, if it's not just them that's alone, you can go after, like, the other people that were in the party with the rogue that they've convinced <laughs> not to share information. When, thought, it's, thought, like, when, when, when you deem there's a lot of guilt, you, you make them start rolling for sleep. <laughs> Otherwise, they <laughs> lose sleep. They don't get a long rest because Ooh, they're too busy. That's excellent. So is sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah, like first, that's excellent. I do very much enjoy giving people points of exhaustion for being lying bitches because like they've been tossing <laughs> nice. and turning all night. That is genuinely very good. Is the only problem. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought you were gonna say like, oh yeah, I just make them have a constitution check to see if they can stop sweating so much, <laughs> just sweating so so much. <laughs> No, that would be really, really cool. That'd be so cool. No, those are very good, excellent ideas. Guys, we did it. We got advice. We did advice. <laughs> Another now, reason for my players to hate me. Excellent. Yeah. 
<laughs> Superb. I like oh, that we God. have a I like that we have a roll for knees weak, hands are sweaty, mum's spaghetti roll. <laughs> mum's spaghetti Damn it, there's no spaghetti soup. I'm trying to think of a spaghetti thing. Damn it! M and M SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs if you add water. Okay, I'm Okay, spaghetti does not say soup. I um, there are things like every, I feel like every time you are on, I feel so close to calling the child services. Here, sweetie, have your soup now. Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host Ismay. How y'all doing this fine, beautiful day? Hope you're doing good, and then thank you for coming along to this episode. I hope that you're enjoying the tragedy that we have befallen upon ourselves. I hope you don't think it's gonna stop because it's not. This is our nightmare, and we're all in it together. If you stick around to the end, then you can hear a bunch of plugs that we got. Uh, we got we got a lot of things. We're mostly plugging things that Crit Chat does. So let, let, learn a little bit more about those if you stick all the way to the end for. Oh, we got we got like a one-two rim shot for the end as well. It's not a good time. Uh, if you want to find Crit Chat in a bunch of places, you can go there, you can share it from there, and you can show your support, which really helps us. It lets us know like who's out there, who's listening, and help it makes us feel good in our hearts and our souls to know that there are people out there that want to listen to our shit. If you want to do that and make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside, you can go over to our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash crit chat, all one word, uh, twitter.com forward slash crit underscore chat. And if you do that, you might get a little shout shout out on the show. So that's a shout out to at Spookup for shouting out the show. Thank you very much. Also, if you want to go there and see some very, very cute, pure things, uh, we got a picture of I'm Your Hero, Sarah, who's on this episode, her daughter, when she was reacting to her letters being read out on Half Damage, the other show that we do. Oh, what's that? An excellent segue? I think it is. Uh, we also do Half Damage, which is an actual play D&D podcast. It is one of the most fun things that I do with my life. I heavily recommend going to listen to it um and it's got like a fun audience interaction thing where people who listen can send in fan mail to the characters that are in the show and they read them out and it's very very good uh last time that we did it uh sarah's daughter lucy uh got her letters read out and it was so good she if you think that we do puns you you know nothing knew nothing compared to this punterific child but yeah go go check out half damage it's wherever podcasts are found and it is super good if i do say so myself we talk about it more at the end and all like the different things that you can get from it uh but you can go over to our patreon if you want to give us monies in a monies way and help us with monies in a monies way that is patreon.com forward slash crit chat all one word uh and we got a lot of levels got a lot of things and we'll talk a bit more about it at the end but very much any way that you support us is wonderful and loved obviously the monies is a uh, good and a helpful but really the thing that you can do the most that would help us out is just give us a shout out when your friends are looking for podcast recommendations or if they're not looking for podcast recommendations and you're just like, hey, l- listen to this anyway. Hey, dumb idiots, listen to this good shit anyway. You can do that and it would make us good and people will know more about us and we will have more of a pun budget. I don't know if that's what anyone wants. I don't think they do, but it could happen. Uh, but yeah, that's it for now. I will let you get back to the episode and I hope that you enjoy the nightmare that we have made for ourselves. <laughs> Also, in the vein of, um, of soup puns, look, guys, we've been fucking it up so hard. I, I, I'm just going to reiterate the, the conversation because there's no way that I can naturally put these in the podcast without me just being like, this is why Emily does this better than anyone else. I, I sent her a message just saying, SOS, we're in need of soup puns. She said, ooh, what for? Is there a theme? Me so excited to help. We already did that one, so we, we got at least mm-hmm, one of mm-hmm. these covered. The rest yes! is where she's got us f- <laughs> fucking down pat. Uh, it's just that we're in the middle of crit chat and need soup punch. She said, oh, brother, I'm oh. sorry to hear you've run the ball dry. You've uh. egg-dropped the ball on this one. Oh, this bisque knows a thing or two about puns. Y'all <laughs> are a bunch of gumbos, but I love you. Stew over that for a while, okay? It's bullion nice talking to you. Now don't folk it up. 
how did we fuck well, this up so badly? That oh was a God. minute. It took her a minute to do more than we were able to come up with in two hours. One of mine was just saying cabbage soup. I, I, I'm, I'm such a fan of the this bisque. <laughs> that's, this bisque that's knows fucking a thing great. or two about puns. I Dear Lord. we. Like we we've all been shamed by Emily, and she's not even here. <laughs> like, fuck, God damn it! <laughs> I mean, it I was gonna know. happen. I mean, she has to defend her title, right? Oh, she's, she's gonna come and swing like, I don't, but I don't think anyone was coming for the title. I don't think. Like, <laughs> no, we we vaguely try. No, actually, if people have been keeping up to date on half damage, fucking G- Ian, Ian, notorious hater of puns. Oh yeah. Ian is a master. He has just sat by and listened to puns, hating them. St- uh, got it? Stewing, nailed it, in his hatred nice. of puns and has let it go and has become a fucking god of them. Subscribe to our Patreon, then you can hear his great puns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone have any uh, like closing things about, about splitting the party? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do- do it. Always split the party. Always split the party. Like, I, I know, like, it's a bit, yeah, it is a big joke in D&D of never split the party, but it's so fun. It's like when it's DM mandated, splitting the party <laughs> is one of the best things that you will do uh, for your time, for your sanity, for your ability to use things from the monster manual and for general story and character development. It is so choice. Yeah. Uh, oh. Though bad when you've made an adventure where you think they're all going to go together and finally the bard will get their moment to shine in like a bar, in like a contest, and then the bard has gone to split the party in another place and you're like, this would have been a good encounter had <laughs> one of you been here. But oops. <laughs> Yeah. Also, it might sound like a cool idea to like have a puzzle where you like have the party split and oh, some no. people find some clues and other people find other clues. Don't do it. It won't work. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> seemingly horrific story when we were asking about when not to split the party what <laughs> it's not really it's 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 not really a story it's it's just it's just a general like i've i you know i've you know like i've i've gone close to that yeah it's like it's it's something that seemed like a cool idea and i've brushed against that idea but as at any time if there's any moment where one player knows something it's it's going off of what you were saying earlier about um getting people to talk about what they were doing if it's like puzzle things which players are always bad at anyway (laughs) the chance that they will put together player a's knowledge and player b's knowledge in order to get the like solution is basically zero so (laughs) it's just a quick tip because it sounds like a really cool gameplay thing it does I've i've been playing a lot of um oh no we were here have you played that what no, it's I a game d- called sorry, We Were I Here. Thought, I didn't know that that was that was the end of your sentence. I thought that you were like, "Oh no, we've already talked about this before." No, I've never never played it. It's a cool, it's a cool like uh, co-op game where you have one player. It's like a co-op puzzle game, and you're like separated Ooh. completely for the whole game. And you're like, Ooh. you know, you're both going into different rooms, and like some pe- you have to like communicate all of the things that you're seeing to each other in order to oh, solve okay. the puzzles. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work in D and D. Oh God! I just I just so that you are aware, I have now put down on the list of topics that we're going to do puzzles and riddles yes. because at some yes. point we're going to need to talk about them and see if we can bring our brain. Like I'm going to put a no joke policy on that one. That one we're going <laughs> to buckle the fuck down and find a single riddle or a puzzle that a party can solve. Um, that is more intense than put this square block in the square hole and the round block in the round hole. We have to find it. <laughs> yeah, anyone else got any any last minute split the party advice or comments or whatever? I loved that Wonderland gave me the chance to split my party and make them fight each other. I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there. I didn't kill anyone, oh, yeah. but... <laughs> So it was kind of a waste, you know? Like, oh, yeah. 
Didn't get a deal murder, just enough but, to scare them. Uh, oh, opportunities to pit the party against each other. Let them get out all that aggression. Very good. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's, that'll be us for this week. Thank you all for coming along. Um, we got to do our plugs and all that good shit. Uh, Alfred, you got plugs? Yeah, why not? Uh, I mostly just like to plug the Crit Chat Patreon, um, yes. where you can give us money. Uh, you, uh, if you do that, <laughs> uh, you can, like, um, that is the main thing, huh? <laughs> uh, but you can, uh, join our like ongoing, um, drop in, drop out, uh, campaign, which is the sci-fi game called Space Scoundrels. Um, we're going to be playing this Sunday. It's kind of every, every, every other Sunday. Yeah. Th- yeah. Like, we, we, we missed a week. So that it's the last game was still fur babies. Um, for babies where we yeah. got a million pets <laughs> and also ian's punnery oh yeah oh yeah also yeah if you if you mm. if you go to the the patreon and subscribe then you get to hear ian do puns the end of last year he did a pun uh, and he was like yeah that's my one pun a year and then he did another pun at the start of this year and we're like oh you used up your pun for this year he did yeah. like 500 new puns he's a 500 pun yeah. a year boy now Oof. truly he has become a man <laughs> 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 I don't know. I like the idea that they have like a kind of it's it's kind of like a Sith thing where like there's always a master and apprentice. There's only ever yes. like one like, master and apprentice. One day Ian will kill kill Emily, <laughs> take on his own apprentice. But uh... <laughs> like that's not even anything to do with puns. That's just like. <laughs> But yeah, if you go to our Patreon, then you can get punts, you can get space scoundrels, and you get to have a warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart. Because go do that. That is uh, patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. Uh, Robbie, do you got any? Do you got any plugs? Um, not ma- hugely. I don't know what that word was. Um, not my- hugely. <laughs> not hugely. Um. My Twitter handle is at Robbie A. McLeod, and I sometimes post interesting medieval stuff, because that's what I do for a job. Um, yeah. But mainly at the moment, it's kind of boring UK political stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, follow yeah. for the long haul. It'll be a journey. <laughs> <laughs> follow for the long haul. I mean, it sure is going to be a journey, whatever happens. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> we live in a nightmare world. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, do you have anything? Do we still have a Facebook group? Oh, yeah. I don't know where it is. Yeah. And I don't know how to tell you to find it, but you should join. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can find our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash critchat, all one word. Uh, Yeah, you go through this. One thing we need to do more is just get people to, like, if anyone else has, like, topics that they want us to cover, then we can do that. Or just, like, even if it's not a whole topic, just ask questions that we can answer. Like, we can quick fire, quick answer. Some some good questions, which would be cool. Uh, you can find me over on A Teacup Gamer on Twitch. That is the letter A, the word teacup, the word gamer, all smushed together. And I'm on Twitch. I do games and I play them. I don't know why those are different things. Uh, they're mostly either like point and clicks or visual novels. Sometimes they are actual human being games. Very rarely, though. Uh, you can find Crit Chat over on iTunes by searching Crit Chat in podcast and leave a five star review for this five star show. Or find us on all the best podcast apps. And we're going to be there every other Saturday now because of the because of the cutting back of hours. That's been Crit Chat. Until next time, I've been Ismay. I've been Alfred. I've been Robbie. I've been bowled over by how many soup puns we messed up. Hey. Hey, you've been listening to Crit Chat. See you later, nerds. Cabbage soup. (laughs) (laughs) I was really close to just shouting the word crouton because I've been fucking trying to get crouton into something, but I just... That would take a crouton of effort. Oh, fuck me. Why didn't that come to me? (laughs) 